What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Kojak, and we are back, second episode of 2017, and today we got a special guest here. Her name is Jaleesa Smith-Jordan. Uh, first things first, we appreciate you coming through, definitely. Um, so, uh, first question, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, well, I'm from Peoria, Illinois. I'm 23 years old. Right now, I'm in college, and I'm working in work and that's pretty much all that takes up my time right now all right and uh the reason why she's here is because she started a blog called um isolate depression and um i don't know if i was tagged in or i just stumbled across it on facebook but uh i started uh reading it reading the post and i definitely feel that's something the black community um isn't open about you know what i'm saying and uh I wouldn't even have thought you would go through that, you know what I'm saying, just knowing you over the years. So I definitely felt the blog was uh, important, and uh, just to have a conversation would have been dope as well. So I definitely um, am excited to be here talking about this. So uh, what is uh, depression? Well, depression is really just characterized by feelings of worthlessness, guilt, if you notice that activities that you really used to love doing you're not really interested anymore you're not really able to sleep or you're sleeping too much um definitely you know any thoughts of death or suicide um so that's really it and the key thing about depression is all these things have to last for a two-week period of time to be considered like depression so is it when when you say two weeks is it like consistent yeah so two weeks it'll be consistent so every day day. and most of your day okay and uh like why did you decide to uh, even come out and you know make a blog about it well I was already writing blogs just to kind of help myself it was a big release for me And when I shared it with some people and I found out they were experiencing the same thing as me, uh, it really seemed to help them. And they told me that they didn't feel so alone. And when I found that out and saw that I could impact people by just sharing what I was already writing, I just couldn't hold it in anymore. Yeah. And um, what was... uh it like when you like first made your first blog at the time um whenever i feel like i write my blogs that are really in detail it really i'm really in a place that's really low so when you read my blogs i try to go into detail about how i'm feeling you know this is the lowest point i've had in 4 months or i'm crying or i don't feel like leaving the house so it's usually so far when I'm struggling in one of the depressed periods throughout my life when I'm writing the blogs okay and when did you um first encounter depression well I first encountered depression probably about seven years ago when I was a junior in high school um but at that time I didn't know it as depression at all I just thought I was sad something made me sad in that um, you know, I'd snap out of it, but um, as years went on, uh, I kept getting in those moods, and I realized that it was something a lot more serious. 
when when did you um like know it was depression? When when did you identify it as that? I actually didn't identify it as depression until about a year ago, oh, um, wow. which is a long time to be struggling with it for seven years. But it was a year ago when it just really got worse, and I decided that I was gonna you know, go to counseling and really talk to somebody. And that's when I was able to put a name to the feelings that I was experiencing. Okay. And like, did you like ever like contemplate suicide or anything like that? I never contemplated suicide and actually wanted to kill myself. But, um, for example, I would have thoughts like, you know, Maybe it would be better if I'm not here or wanting something to happen to you um, that will, you know, make things go away, but not necessarily wanting to take it in my own hands. Okay. And the reason I ask that is because, like, that's something that happens often, you know. People go through that with the, as far as, like, cyberbullying or, um, you know, they could get raped. Yeah. Or, you know, anything that goes on with the family, you know, at home and to bring it to school. And, like, did you think um, anybody, like, around you could could even think that you were depressed? Or did you do a good job of kind of shielding that away? I think I did a good job of shielding it away. And I don't think people noticed because um, the kind of depression that I experience is what people call, like, functional depression. So... When I go to school and when I go to work, I'm able to keep it together, but things kind of fall apart sometimes behind closed doors. And I think you don't know what people are going to say and how they're going to react. So it's easier to just keep it to yourself because you're the only one who really knows what you're going through. Okay. And uh, you already mentioned uh, functional depression. Mm -hmm. Can you um, explain the, uh, the other different forms of depression? Wow. Well, there are actually like nine different types of depression. Oh, wow. There's like, there's major depression, there's persistent depressive disorder. Uh, People with bipolar disorder have really low uh, moods that's called manic depression. There's seasonal affective disorder. Some people might just be depressed around, you know, the winter time. Um, psychotic depression, there's postpartum depression for new mothers, there's situational depression, um, you know, that when you just hit those bumps in the roads, um, atypical uh, depression, um, There, there's a lot more types of depression than people would think. Yeah, because I, I didn't even... <laughs> Lots of stuff. I thought it was probably like one or two. Nope. Different types, because I knew mm-hmm. about um, after birth depression. Yeah. I knew yeah. about that because of love and hip hop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of the girls had that, mm-hmm. but man, it's, so is, are these like like medicine can be described uh, subscribed to people for these? Or? Absolutely. So um, clinical depression is actually um, a disorder um, that you can be treated for, and people are prescribed medicine for it every day. Oh wow! Yeah, that's I didn't know none of this. Antidepressants, yeah. I feel like I'm in school. <laughs> this is, I like I, I just hearing it like I could now like look back at certain people that I know and be like, well, they might be depressed. You know, yeah. they just don't know it or they do know, but 
you know, won't go get no help about it. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, I definitely feel that, like, especially with, like, black people um, getting killed and stuff by cops or by the hands of another black people, um, they can definitely just, um, suffer from depression, you know, after definitely. losing loved ones and things. And I just, like, I don't know if you ever, like, look on Facebook and see some people's statuses. Yeah. And it just, they're left. They're just weird to me. Yeah. You know, I like a, some girl today was talking about putting a gun to her head, things like that. A lot of people just like, oh, I'm just going to block you and stuff. And yeah, sometimes it makes me want to like send that inbox like, hey, you don't know me. Are you okay? Or yeah. um, just check on people because you, you don't know how serious it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, can you, uh, you had a, a quote on your blog that I want you to explain. Okay. And uh, why is it so important? Uh, I'll just go ahead and read the whole thing. Uh, you said, uh, always pay attention to yourself and your moods to determine what is normal for you. Knowing your norm all um, allows you to detect changes in yourself and possibly identify what triggered the change and prevent it in the future. Why is uh, it so uh, important to put you first? Well... There are just a lot of things that happen in our everyday life that affect, you know, how we feel and how we act. And we might not notice that if we, we aren't really paying attention to ourselves or if we don't have people close to us that are really paying attention to ourselves. So it's like if you don't know what is making you upset or putting you in this low mood, how can you get out of it and how can you really avoid it? So... Really, the only way to know is to be aware of yourself. Like, you know, when that happened, like, how did I feel after that? Did that make me feel the same? Did I feel worse? Did I feel better? And um, when you identify that something's, you know, every time this happens or every time you see this person or every time you go to this place that you're a little low, that could be, you know, a trigger for you and something that you can look out for. Okay. Because I definitely feel that's something that a lot of people don't do. They don't, like, try to take care of themselves. They're always mm-hmm. thinking about other people, especially in relationships. Yeah. And uh, so I, I definitely see, like, a lot of people in, like, bad relationships being depressed yeah. but not really coping with it. Um. So uh, how important is it to have someone there to talk to um, during a time of need or a sensitive time? To your feelings. Wow. I can't stress how important it is to have a support system when you're struggling with depression. And something that I hear a lot is people are like, you know, Julissa, I don't know what to say. Um, And a lot of times the people don't necessarily want you to say anything. I think just being with them and sitting with them while they're going through something is really important. And when you notice that somebody's mood is changing and that they're low and you notice it and you don't say anything, you know, sometimes that can be uh, hurtful. So just, you know, looking out for people that you're close to. And when you see something that's not uh, normal or a little off, just, you know, hey, how's it going? You don't have to be like, hey, are you depressed? You know, just checking up on them like you would check up on anybody else is really important. Okay. And, uh, like, when you uh, you mentioned, like, you had a boyfriend that you wanted to talk to at that time mm-hmm. that didn't take it serious. How did you get through that point? 
Well, it was really disappointing because if you're in a relationship, that's going to be somebody that you're closest to. So, I mean, honestly, the relationship really kind of fell apart after that because if you're a person that has depression and you're with somebody that doesn't understand depression, no matter how your high moods are, depression is a part of you and it's never going to go away. And even if that person isn't the expert on it, you're going to need somebody that's going to understand what you're going through or if they don't understand that is able to just listen to you and, you know, understand that what you're going through is real. Okay. And um, do you feel that you uh, can be the voice for the voiceless and lead by example on how to um, overcome depression or just you know, cope with it through daily life? Um, well, that is a big responsibility to be the voice. Um, one thing I can say I definitely will do is continue to share my own voice and share what helps me because things that, you know, help me may not help everybody else. Um, so in a way, you know, I can be the voice for those people. And... Like I said, just share things that have helped me and try to connect people to resources as much as possible if, you know, what helped me and what worked for me didn't help them. Like, people email me. I tell people to email me if you have somebody to talk to. If you don't know what to say, send me a heart. You know, I'll start the conversation. So, I'm trying. Yeah, that's definitely dope. And, um... I actually should ask this earlier. How did you come up with the name Isolate Depression? Well, I think the vision and the view of people who have depression is really weak um, and is really timid. So I wanted a name that was a little more powerful and I wanted a name that could relate not only to depression but a lot of things. So with me overcoming depression in my everyday life and going through these daily battles, I thought of slay. Like, you know what? I am slaying. Like, I'm doing a good job. And so I just went with I slay depression and whatever it is. You know, I slay depression. I slay anxiety. I slay whatever. So I just wanted it to be an opportunity to just get bigger. So that's really how I came up with it. That's dope. Um how do you uh plan on expanding your blog or your movement? Well, I think it's kind of hard when you're just based off of social media. And actually, one of my goals of 2017 was to, you know, share with people about my blog. So I'm really thankful to be um, here with you today. No so problem. doing things like this and taking opportunities to speak at events and share about it, not just at home and at school and by word of mouth and just encouraging people to share. And within a year, I plan on doing like an isolate expo and, you know, speaking and just having a lot of fun and uplifting events. Um, so that's really where I'm headed so far. Yeah, I definitely could see you doing some seminars. Yeah. You know, speaking at churches, you know, um, especially high schools. I think speaking at the schools, uh, even grade schools would definitely be dope. I'm down for all of that. You know, all women things, or if guys want to come, but you know, guys <laughs> think they're too cool guys to do this are stuff. Invited. Have you um had any like guys hit you up, um, 
speaking on their depression? I have only had, like, one guy that, like, openly shared about it, and that was actually before I got the website and my blog, you know, on its feet, and I was just sharing, and he, like, he mentioned, you know, men in the black community not really identifying with depression and not wanting to talk about it. So it's only been, like, one male that's really shared with me, so... Right now, it's kind of female-geared, but I'm going to keep writing to everybody. Yeah, exactly. And um, do you have, like, any songs um, that, like, can help you get through the day or any music that uplifts you? So, I don't have, like, a particular song, but definitely gospel music helps me, like, if you're religious at all or spiritual And just anything positive, upbeat with like a, you know, fast beat, fast pace. Because when you're already in a slump and feeling low, like your music really does affect you. So sometimes when I'm listening to those sad songs or those old R&B love breakup songs, I'm just (laughs) like, wow, why do I feel like this? So definitely keep it positive. Stay away from Drake. Stay away from Drake. And listen to Future. (laughs) Nothing against Drake. Yeah, because he'll he'll have you in that mode as well. So, um, like with you dealing with depression, cause it's it surprised me, you know, cause uh, knowing you, and a lot of people think, um, like, cause you're a nice looking girl, you know, so mm-hmm. a lot of people think if you're beautiful or something, you won't have that problem, you know what I yeah. mean? And um, I think um, just talking to people, they usually have it more, cause they're trying to keep up their image, mm-hmm. you know. Does that anything? That you went through? Yeah, I have a lot of people that say they're surprised. I think uh, with me being so outgoing and involved, like, all through school, that it it was kind of harder for me because people didn't expect it. People weren't looking for it. And when I did mention things about being sad, people are like, oh, well, you'll get over it. Like, yeah. um, one thing that I would say, like, not to say to somebody with depression is, oh, well, you have a nice job, you have a nice car, you look so pretty, you, you're you this, like, depression doesn't care about anything you have, and it really doesn't matter what you have or where you are in your life, and that really speaks truth when you look at celebrities that are depressed and celebrities that are committing suicide, like, I'm no better than a celebrity, so, you know, if it can happen to them, it can happen to anybody. Yeah, like, even, like, I've seen, um, even when Kid Cudi went through what he went through, a lot yeah. of people made fun of him for yeah. that. And then Kanye West, you know, a lot of people make fun of all the things that he does, whether he's faking or not. You know, a lot of people just go the faking route because they're celebrities and millionaires mm-hmm. that they can't, um, you know, have unhappiness, you know. So I definitely, uh, I definitely feel it's, it's a conversation that everyone should have with loved ones or with people, they feel like, why are you always angry or sad all the yeah. time? Just to check, you know, um, what what was, um like, the first step in um, you getting help? Ooh. Well, there were many, many, many steps. Because um, it took me about six, you know, five yeah, or six yeah, that's years a long before time. I even got to that point. So really for me, um, which I hope, it doesn't have to happen to other people this way, is I really hit rock bottom. I went, I got to my lowest, lowest point, and I realized, you know, I can't do this anymore. 
Um, and I think I, I did my undergrad in social work, so those classes really helped me. And, like, how am I going to help people if I can't, you know, help myself? How am I yeah. going to encourage people to be strong and, you know, refer them to therapists and I'm not going myself? So my educational route, like, really helped me in really hitting rock bottom. Um, but it helped me also because I had a lot of resources because I was a student in social work. So I knew exactly where to go. It was just about me making that appointment. And a lot of people don't really have those resources. So, yeah. yeah. And what was... um. What was, um, like, how did you, like, stay on your P's and Q's in school to maintain? Like, you're, you know, you're in uh, grad school now, so for you to, you know, and for it to be a year, so you graduated, you know, college first. Mm -hmm. How was it, how were you able to accomplish those things and remain (laughs) successful? It was hard. Like, uh, to be honest, uh, my senior year of college was probably my hardest, and I didn't think I was going to make it. Um, I had plans to you know, leave school, come home because I was just struggling so much with my depression at that time and leaving the house. Um, But really baby steps really uh, paved the way for me, for me. So um, if, for example, if I'm stuck in my bed, I'm like, you know what, Jaleesa, today, instead of laying in bed, we're going to sit on the edge of the bed. The next day, we're not going to sit on the edge of the bed. We're going to get up. The next day, we're going to leave your room, and we're going to go sit in the living room. The next day, we're going to sit in the living room with a person. Um, so just looking for the things that you like. School and my work happen to be an escape for me. So really finding out when when you don't feel like doing anything, you don't like anything, What what do you like to do? And really just holding on to that and finding the positives in yourself and really making, taking things and taking them to the babiest of baby steps, um, no matter how stupid it may sound to somebody else, it's a win for the day. And that's something mm-hmm. positive, like I set this goal and I made it. So that's really kind of what got me moving. Okay. And I got one last question. How was... Um how was the conversation with your mom when you were letting her know that you have that? Well, your parents, they love you, and they don't want to see you upset. So even in high school when I would say, you know, Mom, something is wrong with me. I'm not feeling good. Something isn't right. It's like, girl, ain't nothing wrong with you. You okay? Like, go up there and you'll be fine. So I think, you know, keeping in mind that it's it's a lot for your parents to process as well. So she was definitely in denial, and she definitely did not understand. But um, I just kept with it and kept being persistent. And it wasn't until, you know, I would come home from school and, you know, not leave my room for days or, you know, bust out in tears and not being able to stop where she was actually able to see what I was talking about. So it was hard, but explaining it and maybe if my words weren't getting the point across to her, me writing something down and letting her read it, um, it really helps her understand. So just being with the people, it's it's hard for them to understand. So keeping an open mind about that. Okay. And um, where can... um. 
Can you uh, let everybody know the email address to uh, email you? Yeah, so my email is isolatedepression at gmail.com. And you can always email me if you have any questions or if you're just feeling down. I check it every day and I can talk to okay. you. Okay. And uh, what about the um, like Twitter, website, uh, Facebook, anything like that? Yeah, I have a, I actually have a website, and you can get to that at www.isolatedoppression.com. And on Facebook and Twitter, it's Isolate Oppression. So if you type that in, I'll pop right up. All right, and uh, we'll uh, it will be in the description as well for this episode. Well, uh, we appreciate you, you know, coming through. I definitely learned a lot, <laughs> and this is like. These, this is one of the episodes where I, I tag a lot of family members and, like, check this out. You know, this is – maybe you have this. You know, maybe you know somebody who's struggling. I think this is definitely something everyone needs to know, especially around this time. You know, Christmas is over. Everybody spent their money. Yeah. It's time to go back. Taxes is coming around the corner, <laughs> but it ain't here yet. So uh, I definitely um, appreciate you coming through today. Definitely was very informational. And uh, for me um, – Kojak underscore follow up on everything. Follow up podcast on everything. Get off SoundCloud. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate and review. We have uh, Jaleesa Smith Jordan here uh, with the um, Isolate Depression blog. And we out. God bless.